Hey, so before we jump into today's episode, I just want to hop in really quick and ask you for your help reaching a goal that I've set for Popcorn Finance. You know, I've come on here and I've talked about some personal financial goals that I have for myself, but I have set a pretty big goal for the show, and that's to be nominated for a Plutus Award. Uh, the Plutus Award is a, is a pretty big honor that you can win in the personal finance like blogger and podcaster space. And ever since I went to the award ceremony last year, I, I've known that this was going to be a goal that I have for myself for 2018. So if you go to the show notes or visit popcornfinance.com slash Plutus, that's P-L-U-T-U-S, you can help nominate Popcorn Finance for Best New Personal Finance Podcast. I mean, you can really nominate me for any of the categories on there that you want, but that's the one I'm aiming for. I already really appreciate all the support that you've given to Popcorn Finance to help it grow to be what it is today. And it would just be amazing if you could help me reach this goal that I set for the show for 2018. So again, it's popcornfinance.com slash Plutus, or just click the link in the show notes to help nominate Popcorn Finance for Best New Personal Finance Podcast. As always, thank you so much and hope you enjoy today's show. This is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Uh, Thanks for coming back and joining me again. And today I wanted to jumpstart the Investing 101 series. Uh, This was a series that I did way back in episode 14, back, I think I started back in August of 2017. And this series was all about like introducing um, everyone to investing in small bite size episodes. So, you know, start off with the basics of what a stock is, what a bond is, you know, leading up into what a stock market index is, what mutual funds are, things like that. And so I took a break, had some guests on, we've been going some, doing some other directions, but I wanted to, to join back into the series because I got some feedback. People said they, they enjoyed it. And today I actually have a, a great guest on with me. I have Tila Holcomb. How's it going, Tila? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. <laughs> Thanks for, for joining me and being on here. And I asked Tila to join me because she's a stocks and options trader, and she was actually able to become financially independent through trading in the stock market. So I thought, who better to come on and help me answer a question that I've received from a listener revolving around how to purchase a stock. So uh, Tila, you know, let's jump into that call, and then I can let you take it from there. Awesome. Hi, Chris. This is Shannon. I just wanted to call in and congratulate you on Popcorn Finance. I think you're doing a great job. I'm really enjoying listening to the programs. I've binge listened to almost every episode. Um, I'm really enjoying the tunes in the background and the way that you have the whole program formatted and the information is really uh to the point and really informative and I'm, I'm really um, enjoying it. So just good job and keep up the good work. I'm really enjoying the segments regarding investing and the stock market. And I was just wondering if there's any way you could maybe talk about um, how to maybe purchase stocks or uh, how a beginner like myself might get into owning or buying stocks. Is there an application um, that you might recommend and yeah, so if you have any information or knowledge about that, I'd really love uh, love to hear that. So thank you so much. Take care. Thanks, Shannon, for calling and leaving in that question. And I, I think this is a question that a lot of people have. I mean, because you hear about stocks and bonds, things like that, but then you, no one just follows that up with, this is how you go about attaining a stock or buying a stock. So Tila, we'll tackle her first point that she had in her call in, which was how to purchase a stock. So what, what, what's your recommendation? How would someone who has no prior background, no knowledge on stocks at all, how would they go about you know purchasing a stock? 
So if you've never bought stock before, the first thing I want to point out is like it's you want to open a brokerage account or you might hear it as an investment account. You want to open up one of those accounts and it's very similar to your checking account that you have and where you put money into that account. But instead of using your debit card to go and buy stuff with, you're using it to buy stock with, okay? So that's the first step in purchasing stock is finding the right brokerage account or investment account that you wanna use in order to buy those stocks in. There's a number of different brokerage options out there. So I always recommend um, identifying what is your goal? Are you long-term investing, trading, those types of things? And are you trying to kind of be techie with it and look at stock charts and stuff like that? So those are the kinds of things you wanna look at when you're looking to get that account in order to buy the stocks. Okay. No, I think that's a good point too. having like, you kind of think about what you're doing and why you're going about (laughs) doing all of this before you buy a stock. Yeah. And I recommend trying out a couple of different ones because um, it's like an iPhone versus an Android. Uh, They, they both do the same things, but I might prefer iPhones set up and interface over Android and you may prefer Android. So definitely try out a different, uh, a few different ones to feel, to find what you like. Sometimes people get caught up in what's a popular thing, what everyone recommends. Oh, you should go with, you know, I don't know. I'll just throw one out like a Charles Schwab or go with, uh, you know, there's all these different options that are out there. And sometimes people get caught up in what is the popular one or, or, you know, what they've seen on TV, but it's a good idea to try out a couple to see what kind of fits your, your, your taste, I guess you can say. Right. Is there anything a beginner should keep in mind, you know, so they, they've gone in, they, they found um, a brokerage company or they've, they've um, opened up a brokerage account that they like. What are some other things they should think about or keep in mind at, you know, after they've done this first step? So after you've found where you want to open your account, um, the next step, again, is to determine if you're going to be trading or investing. Know the difference between those two. It's so important to know um, because I get a lot of people that They'll buy a stock and they say, well, I don't know when I'm supposed to sell it or I don't know what to do with it now. And you have to ask yourself before you buy that stock. Now, is this something I want to hold for the next 5, 10, 20 years? Or is this something that I want to hold for the next couple of months and sell it for a profit? Mm. It's, you know what I mean? Because a lot of people, they kind of get the two mixed up. Um, they think they're buying it for investing, but you know, a week from now they're like, I want to get rid of it. <laughs> and you've you've exited the realm of investing and you're now into trading. And that, you know, involves a lot more um a lot more detail and analysis of, of what's going on with the stock. I'm really happy you brought that up. Someone at my job just actually mentioned that exact same thing. They're like, you know, I really want to get into investing. And like, you know, I've been really good about buying and selling stocks over the past couple of weeks. And I was like, Well, I don't know if that's considered investing i mean (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) and so you know that's a really good thing to keep in mind because those are two completely different things and you know i actually heard you on the journey to launch podcast and you were were talking about swing trading which was something new to me i hadn't really heard too much about that i knew about day trading which you know people like you know buying and selling really quickly within a day but this concept of swing trading um which is you know still different from what you're saying like long-term investing was really interesting would you mind kind of just talking a little bit about that yeah so I wanted to, I understood the whole long-term investing, but I didn't want to wait till I was 60 or 70 to, (laughs) (laughs) to be able to make some money from it. And then I heard about the day trading and that involved, like you said, a a lot of buying and selling all day long. And to me, that sounded like another full-time job, something else I wasn't looking at trying to do. And so I discovered the concept of swing trading, which just means I'm buying 
a stock today and I plan on selling it in the next few days to weeks, sometimes months for a profit. So that means I'm not planning on holding it for years, but I'm not planning on turning around and selling it again today. And I think that is more so when people want to get into trading or they want to make some money on a stock now, I think swing trading is more ideal for the average person because it's not something that you have to sit and watch and monitor all day long and get that anxiety of, you know, from everything that's going on in the market. You could buy it today, wait and let it sell in a month um, when it has a profit. And it's just, it alleviates all of that anxiety. It really does. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I am a super like conservative investor and I get so much anxiety <laughs> when it comes to trading. So <laughs> I think that's more the option I would go for than even, I wouldn't even go anywhere near day trading. That would just give me a heart attack. I don't think no. I can. <laughs> And so, uh, Tila, also in Shannon's call, one thing she mentioned was um, she was looking for some type of app recommendations when it comes to purchasing stocks. So I know you can go through like a traditional, uh, you know, uh, broker and buy your stocks that way. But have there been any apps that you've enjoyed or had any success using? Yeah. So I really love the world we're in now where everything is just about everything is accessible from the phone. And investing and trading it's now accessible from our phones you know so there's no i can't do it or there's nothing standing in your way you can get an app on your phone and like really get started one app that i really love for the investing side of things is stockpile hmm. now anytime i talk to someone about uh trading or investing one of their biggest concerns is that the price of the stock so everyone wants to get in on amazon because amazon is like through the roof right now. They're a really hot stock and people want to get on it. But the price really intimidates people. They look at it and they say, you know, I don't have $1,500 per share. Yeah. Like I just don't <laughs> have that to put down. And so what I love about Stockpile is they allow you to buy fractional shares or pieces. So if you think of one share of stock like a pie, they're allowing you to buy a slice of that pie. So if you can only buy $20 worth of that pie, they're going to sell you a fraction of that pie. They're going to give you a $20 slice and you can come back again and buy $20 more or however much. So I love that it allows you to start investing while staying within your budget. No, I think I'm happy you brought that up. I've, I've given them a try too. I don't, I haven't bought too many individual stocks because, because of my, my risk aversion <laughs> that I just mentioned, yeah. but I did give that app a try and I really liked it. It was such a unique concept because like you said, you know, I don't have, you know, hundreds of dollars to jump in on, you know, Google or Apple, but if I can buy just a piece of a share, it kind of makes it a little more approachable and gives you that experience of, you know, investing in a company that you know of and, um, you know, you feel confident in without having to, you know, cash out your retirement account to do that. So yeah, I really like that. And I have my, um, my daughter's account with them because again, it's on an app and I love that they present the stock by showing you either the brand's logo or a product that that brand makes. Because my daughter's probably not going to know what Procter & Gamble is. But she does know what a Skittles bag looks like, right? <laughs> so when she's scrolling through the app, she can, she'll can she see um, maybe a, um, a show that's made by Disney or she'll see that Skittles or M&M bag. And she's like, okay, you know, I know I buy, I love buying Skittles all the time. So she can invest by what she knows visually, connect it to things in her everyday life. So I think it's, it's a great app to also start educating and bringing your kids into learning how the stock market works. No, that's a great idea. That's a great use for that. I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. And, you know, I also got, a, um, uh, I think it was a message through Twitter from Christopher Robbins and he, and that's his real name. I always, uh, <laughs> I, 
I was gonna when, ask <laughs> when, he, when he first contacted me I was like is that your real name and he was like yeah he's like I get asked that all the time he said like, well that's his real name <laughs> and he was also asking about investing apps as well and I believe one of the ones he mentioned was Robinhood and I've not used them personally but I have a couple of friends who've used it and it's not the same as Stockpile where you, I believe where you're buying fractional share I think you actually have to buy the whole share but I think they have like zero fee trading costs and things like that that make it make it appealing so I mean that may be something to look at as well but I can't person recommended because I've never I never used it I don't know if you have you checked them out at all you know I just started checking out Robin Hood because they are they're progressing they're like adding more features and something they recently added um, was options trading and so I also trade options so that's why I've been like kind of testing them out before I didn't really um, I wasn't really using their app or anything but now I've been testing it out and I love what I'm seeing from them um, I love that they are adding more features and they are doing it at a low to no fee option. So I think Robinhood is definitely something to check out and to keep your eye on because they're definitely making some improvements and meeting all of us where we, you know, where we are on our phone. Okay. Nice. So, so Shannon, I hope that helps. So you got some, some advice on what you should do if you want to try to purchase a stock for the first time and a couple of app recommendations there for you. So Tila, thanks for joining me. Appreciate you being here. And, you know, before we go, I think you, you're providing a lot of great information, uh, especially over at TilaHocum.com where, you know, I think your, your main mission is, is helping women get more comfortable with investing and, and the freedom that it can provide. And so, you know, is there a way that people can connect with you and learn more about what it is that you're doing? Yeah, I would love if you go over to my website, TilaHolcomb.com and check out my free course. I like to teach from a place of like everyday examples and in plain English so that we can all understand it. And frankly, because it was the way I was able to understand it all. So um, I would love if you go over, check out that free course to get some of the information and tips that I've shared about trading and investing in the stock market and share with me where you are on your journey. If you're getting just getting started, reach out. I'm on social media everywhere as Tila Holcomb. I would love to know where you are on your journey. If you have questions, definitely reach out. I love answering questions and like really getting social with everybody. I can definitely recommend they follow you on Instagram because I love how you you like take pictures of like these different businesses or like products and you show like, okay, here's a stock symbol that's associated with them. If you, you know, kind of, it kind of makes it a little more real. You're associating this, you know, weird stock symbol you see online with the actual physical company, which makes it, I think, a little more more tangible. So I really like that you do that. I love doing that because that's how I was when I first started, like learned that a lot of things are related to a stock. So I'm like running around, checking out stuff, looking at the label. <laughs> so I'm just, <laughs> I'm kind of just repeating that all for everyone else so they can see like, you know, all this stuff around you, you can invest in it. You can make money off of it. So I really, I'm actually having fun with it. So I'm glad somebody else likes <laughs> it. <laughs> no, I do for sure. <laughs> All right, well, Tila, thank you so much for joining me. And yeah, definitely hope to you know connect again, have you back on the show to share some more of this great knowledge. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for having me. Thanks again to Shannon for leaving that call that sparked today's episode. You know, it was a really fun conversation that I wouldn't have had if it wouldn't have been for this call that I received. So if you have any questions and you want to be like Shannon, you can leave a voicemail and there's a great chance of getting on an episode by going to popcornfinance.com slash voicemail. That link will allow you to record directly from your phone or computer or wherever you might happen to be browsing the internet. And then it'll come directly to my inbox and I can add it to a future episode. I always love hearing from you, so please send those voice messages in. And a couple of things that I wanted to follow up on from today's episode with Tila were one specifically 
brokerage accounts. Uh, so, you know, we mentioned in today's episode that that would be the first step. That was Tila's first uh, suggestion to you was to find a broker that you can work with, that you like, that fits your style. Uh, but I want to give you just a couple more examples. And, you know, they, they aren't paying me to say this, trust me. But if they want to reach out to me and sponsor the show, please, please do. But uh, these are just some examples to kind of give you an idea of what places allow you to open these types of accounts. So there's Charles Schwab, E-Trade, Fidelity, TD Ameritrade. You know, you've probably seen these commercials and hopefully this is kind of sparking your memory of things you may have seen on TV. And, you know, even some banks like Ally Bank, I know, allows you to open a brokerage account. So, you know, it's all about, you know, just like when you're looking for a checking account, finding the place that you're comfortable with. You like the layout of their website, the maybe the apps or services they provide. You know, it's, it's, it's really going to be personal to you. You, you know, so take your time, look over a few, see which one you like best. And another good resource to check out is an article that I found written by Diana Yoakum. I really apologize if I'm pronouncing your name incorrectly, but she wrote a post called The Best Online Brokers for Beginners. And there she has a great list of some of some brokers you can use to start your search and look into and see if they fit what you're looking for. So I'll, I'll put a link to that in the show note as well. And the second thing I wanted to just mention was we're still talking about investing. And so the thing that entices people to invest is the high return. But just keep in mind that with high return or the possibility for a higher return comes a risk of losing money as well. So whenever you're, you're thinking about investing or putting your money into something, make sure you do your due diligence and, and research it, really understand where it is you're putting your money, the risks involved, uh, because you want to be as informed as you possibly can because you don't want to have any surprises. You don't want to think you're getting one thing and getting something completely different. So just take your time, make yourself familiar, comfortable, ask the questions you need to ask, Ask me a question if you like, and we can can answer it here on the show. But just do what you can to be as informed as you possibly can be before you jump into any type of investment. So I just want to always make sure I throw that out there. So links to everything we talked about in today's episode will be in the show notes, along with links to where you can get more information about Tila and some of the great courses that she's offering over at TilaHolcomb.com. By the way, if you have not subscribed to the show, you know, just go ahead and do that right now. While you're listening to this, go into your, your podcast app or wherever you're listening to this and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review if you like to as well. That's always great seeing those reviews. kind of helps motivate me and, and I really love hearing your feedback on the show. But the great thing is that when you're subscribed, you'll get all the latest episodes right when they come out, including the special Quick Pop episode that's going to be coming out this Wednesday with Tila Holcomb. She's coming back and joining me for one of our, uh, our really fun quick rapid fire question sessions. So as always, I appreciate you coming back here and joining me for another bag of popcorn or even for your first bag of popcorn if this is your first time joining me. Hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Special thanks to Roy Motts for letting me use music that you heard at the very beginning of today's episode. You can check out more of his work at SoundCloud and YouTube. Just search for Roy Motts. Roy Motts.